You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Hey, hey, my friend. Uh, how the frickity frack are ya? <laughs> That's really weird, but seriously, so happy to have you back on here with us for today's conversation. It is going to be a good one, but first, just your quick, friendly neighborhood reminder to uh, leave us a review. That seriously helps us out so dang much. We don't just say that. It actually does. It helps us improve our rankings. It gets more eyes on the show, and it helps us bring in even more incredible guests for you. So if you haven't already, please pause this episode, take two minutes, and leave us the kind of review you wish people left about you. (laughs) Okay, anyways, today's episode is going to be fun. If you have been considering becoming a mentor or a coach or getting into education and you're wondering, Am I ready? Should I do it? We're going to talk all about that today. How to know if you're ready, what to be prepared for, and more. And if you've ever felt like, oh, I have nothing to offer, you have to listen. If you've ever thought, man, I should really get into education, that's where all the money's at, you need to listen. (laughs) If you have ever wondered, what does education even mean or look like, you got to listen. So basically, you just need to listen. So I'm going to stop yammering on and let's get to the show. Ready, set, let's go. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, diving on in. If you are listening to this episode, then you might be questioning whether or not you're ready to start coaching, start teaching, start doing mentor sessions, start getting into education. That might be the question running through your brain. So we're going to tackle that and I think we have how many, like three, four points? I can't remember. Three. We have like three like frequently asked questions or questions that you should ask yourself more, more accurately. Yeah. Like perfect to figure it all out. So right. So the first ahead. one is do I have what other people need? I think that's kind of the mental block that almost comes with like starting to do mentor sessions or starting to do coaching in your business. And when mm-hmm. we this for the rest of the show, when we say coaching, I don't just mean business coaching. Like it could be coaching on anything that you do or that you're an expert at. So yeah, whatever. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, but so do I have what other people need? I think the answer to this is almost always going to be yes, because as, as much as you might feel like sometimes you don't know anything or you don't have anything to give, I could guarantee you, you have more than you realize. And I think a great way to judge this is to pay attention to whether or not people are asking you questions and you have answers. Um, I know we have a few personal examples, but when I was starting my business, I would I would get DMs or emails or things like that where they would ask me, oh, hey, what lens did you use? Or how did you start an email list? Or how did you get your website going? Like things like that. And I almost always, like I always had an answer for them. Like, mm-hmm. sure, I might not have known everything. Like obviously we're all growing and we're all learning in our own way. There's a billion things that I don't know that I'm asking other people and doing coaching for other or asking people to coach me. However, I think we often forget that there's always people on, if we're, it's a picture a ladder, you're climbing up a ladder. There's always people below you that are 
in their own journey that we know more than them just because we're higher up on the ladder. Like we've started earlier or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's, it's easy to forget that like the things that you think are basic, a lot of people don't know that. Um, and so that's the first thing. My personal example is I, my very first mentor session, she actually asked me to coach her. She was the very first person that ever asked me like for a mentor session. And I rejected her because I was like, (laughs) I I literally got in my head and I was like, I, there's no possible way that I know. Like I'm not ready yet. Yeah. I'm not ready. Like I don't offer that. I just don't think I've been in business long enough like that. I use those excuses. And then literally like a few months later, she asked me again and she was like, Hey, I, I see something in you. And like, I really want you to coach. Like I, you're killing it. I can see that please coach me or please can I do a mentor session? And that's when I was like, okay, I need to get over myself (laughs) and do it. And to this day, like she's now one of my dear friends and happy. She came, she also came to one of our workshops and then like, she second second shot with me a ton. Like, yeah, like she's just incredible. Leanna, we love you. Um, (laughs) My personal example of like this, you know, when I had this aha moment of like education was I did a takeover for like a big elopement account called Elopement Love. Um, I did multiple takeovers for them. I still have like a great relationship with the creator of that account, but it was my first takeover for them. And I had reached out and I had like 2,000, 3,000 followers or something on Instagram. Had never actually shot an elopement, um, had shot, you know, weddings and like (laughs) couple sessions. And I did a takeover and took like, you know, storied behind the scenes of like a couple sessions that I was doing and traveling, you know, I I drove down to the Carolinas and all this stuff. Um, And I did a Q and A, like a live Instagram live, like Q and A session at the end and answered all these questions. And it was fascinating because I had only really been pursuing photography, like full-time, like hard at that point for like six months or something. I'd shot for several years before that, but I'd only really been like in business, I would say, like actual business, not just a hobby, but like business Mm -hmm. for like six months. And in my head, I was like, you know, no, I'm, I don't know everything, but I sat on that live and every single question that was asked of me on that live, I was able to answer. And I like, well, I finished that. Even, and that even was, the ones that were like, hey, how do you, how do you shoot moments? And you're like sitting there giving like accurate information, but yeah. you have not yet. That's just so great. Okay. Well, the thing, the thing to realize too, is that like, I knew what to do and I was doing it. I just right. like, it was one of those things where like, I just hadn't actually like gone and like shot my first elopement yet. Like I would, but I knew exactly how to do it and how to market for that. And like, I was, it was just an aha moment where like, I think I like called you or texted you after that or something. And I was like, whoa, like that was weird. Cause I didn't walk into it feeling like, oh, I know everything. But I walked out being like, oh my, like nothing. I know everything. (laughs) Like, no, (laughs) but it, it was, it was awakening like moment where I was like, I know more than I realize. Like I actually, people need what I have to offer and people need like my information. That was the, uh, the cue catalyst or catalyst for you to come to a me workshop. and be like, oh, we want to do a workshop. Which, which started the heart. Started the heart, yeah, which yeah. this podcast is a part of. So, so you're listening to this podcast because I had that live Q and A. But yeah, I think that there's a lot of steps along the way, but basically. Yeah, I mean, you know, pretty much here we are. Um, But that was a moment where I realized, yeah, I don't know everything. I haven't been in business for six years. I haven't, you know, but I do know more than I even thought I did. And I know stuff that a lot of people are hungry for. There's not helpful information out there on the basics of Instagram or the basics of shooting or the basics of client experience. And like, I was like, I know all of that. I can help. And so it was this moment where I kind of woke up and I was like, I have something that other people are needing and I want to give them what they need. Like, I want to serve people. So- Mm -hmm. With that being said, though, like kind of, you know, 
wrapping this up, it doesn't matter what level you're at. Like if you're an intermediate and you're teaching more beginners or you're really advanced and you're teaching, you know, advanced people or like experts or, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter what level you're at. I guarantee you do have something to offer, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you should go into education, whether that's, you know, mentoring or coaching or whatever. Just because you have something to offer doesn't always mean that it's the right fit. So that leads us into the next question, which is, what is your purpose behind this? So like the question to ask yourself is, what is my purpose behind stepping into, you know, mentoring or coaching? Uh And Lindsay, do you want to kind of like dive into this to start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when asking, because it it is twofold, it goes so well with the first question, which was like, do you have what other people need? If yes, okay, awesome. Then what's your purpose with coaching or helping other people and and basically like paying or like offering payment to teach someone anything? If you're passionate to help others that you could burst, like you're just like bursting with excitement, you want to see other people succeed, like their success is your success. That's Mm -hmm. where you want to be. Because yeah. if your goal is solely money, I would definitely reconsider. Um, yeah. I think I think in in business, I think getting into education and coaching, I think people notice that there is potential potential. <laughs> Very interesting word. <laughs> yeah, there's potential scalable. That's what I was trying to say. There's potential scalable, and which can often come with lots of money. Like there is a potential yeah. to scale your business in a way that is financially awesome, lucrative. right? Yeah. Lucrative. Yeah. And I think people see that and they're like, oh, education's where the money is. I got to do that. Like I'm going to get to teach. Like, and if that's your mindset, even if you don't like have the accent, like I just did, <laughs> but that's like <laughs> secretly, secretly your thought is like, ooh, that's where it's like, yeah, getting money. Like that's yeah. not the place to be. Like that yeah. is absolutely not what you need to be thinking about. Well, I think from even like a, a, a slight personal example, I had somebody ask me once, um, an, another photographer, they came up to me and they said, man, you were so smart for getting into the education space. Like that's where all the money is. Like I, you know, I, I'm really excited to get into the education space. And I kind of sat there and they were like, I just, you know, I really want to make X figures. And I sat there and I was just floored. Like that was one of the first times I'd actually heard somebody blatantly saying like, I want to do education because I want to get rich. And uh-huh. I was just like, I was so shocked in that moment. And I just want to say your mindset behind what you do in business, in every business, and not just in education, but in every business, has to be more than just making money. Like, you should be a profitable business, yes. But if you're not a profitable business that's actually, like, serving people or, you know, impacting people— you're probably not going to last. It's not sustainable for you or for your clients. You're going to get burnt. It's going to come back to bite you. Like, there's nothing wrong with making money. Like, I'm all for capitalism. I love it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think especially in the service-based business, like especially in education, it is all about serving and giving. So if you're in it to mm-hmm. receive and to take, you know, whether that's money or like reputation, like, oh, I'm a big shot because I'm in education. You are in it for the wrong reason. And not only will it hurt your clients, but it will come back to bite you. And people yep. always know when somebody's being fake or when they're feeling greedy, when somebody's in it for the money, I guarantee you, stop right now and think of an experience in your own life where you had like just a yucky feeling walking away from a situation because you knew somebody was in it for themselves and for the money and they didn't give a crap about you. And you, I guarantee, walked away and were like, that was awful. I never want to experience that again. Like, do not get into education because you're in it for 
yourself or the, and the money yeah. or anything. Like it's also a hard industry, which we'll dive about later, dive into later. But when you have actually a passion to serve and to impact people, it is 5 million times better and 5 million times different. Yes. Oh, like don't do it because you think you'll make money. Do it because you have a heart to make people's lives better with what yeah. you're teaching. Like that's, that's ultimately the goal. Yeah. Um, well, can which, I also yeah, like, I'll, yeah, go for it. Let me just tag onto this one for a little bit more. Um, I think Lindsay and I were discussing this and we've discussed this before too. There, There's almost like a, a fad or like a pressure in a lot of service-based industries now that like the next step in your career after you've done well in your service-based business, so like a photographer or a designer or, you know, an event planner or whatever, the next step is almost to get into education. Like that's all, it's almost become like the mm-hmm. the fad or like the cycle. That's like, this is how you do I business. mean, that's literally, that's what we did. Like yeah, not because it was, it was a fad, but like it, we are, we're talking from the experience that like we followed that, that like yes. we are on that same trajectory. Like that's exactly what we did. All right, entrepreneurs, let's face it. You're in a pickle. You're not attracting your ideal clients because your brand visuals are just meh at best. And you're not showing up as the professional ready to make their life 500 times better. Do you honestly feel like your website just sucks? Like your branding feels like you created it in Microsoft's Paint? Anyone else remember Microsoft's Paint? Is that just me? <laughs> okay. And your your client experience just overall feels like it's seriously lacking. And you just need a change right now. But let's be honest, you're not ready to drop 8K on a custom web and brand design. Well, don't worry. That's where we come in. Introducing the solution to all of your website struggles, the Heart Shop website templates. Now, we spent hours designing these customizable, professional, and conversion-intense website templates with our incredible designer, Sarah Crook of Elizabeth Designs. They are so incredibly easy to use and customize with ShowIt's user-friendly interface. Yes, by the way, you can easily learn how to work with ShowIt, even if you've never touched a website or any design platform before. And you can change literally anything you want. No more being limited to squares on your website. It's a drag and drop system that is freaking easy and looks incredible. Oh, oh, you want more information? Cool, I got you. The templates come already SEO optimized with copy prompts from Lindsay and I included. Yeah, you don't just get nonsensical filler text. You get bomb education and prompts from Lindsay and I to help you wow your potential clients and crush your website copy. And we designed a variety of these in different styles so you can find the closest match and then tweak it to make it fully your own. If you're ready to save thousands of dollars and hours upon hours upon hours of your time and get clients flooding through your website, you need to check these out. So grab yours at theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. Hey, photographers, this one's for you. Real talk, have you ever felt like your photos just look stale? Like they lacked the oomph that you're looking for? Ever feel like you're not just like fully capturing the life and energy and story of your clients, but you just don't know how to fix it? Well, we've got some magic sauce for you, my friend. Meet your new best friend, The Posing Miner, our online course for photographers showing you how to capture those jaw-dropping, authentic photos of your clients that will leave them in tears because you capture them in the moment so perfectly. Yes, it is packed full with six course episodes, over 232 minutes of video content, and three bonus PDFs. Lindsay and I take you out into the field with us, like, no, literally, we, we go into some fields 
And we walk you through step-by-step how to pose families, couples, portraits or seniors, wedding parties, and a wedding couple. So if you are ready to say bye-bye to brain farts in the middle of your photo sessions, awkward silences and weird freaking prom poses, uncomfortable clients and subpar images, the posing minor is your new best friend. To see more and to join in on the magic, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash posing dash minor. One more time, theheartuniversity.com forward slash posing dash minor. And there's, you know, not necessarily even something wrong with those steps. Obviously, we took those steps, but I think it's almost become like the expected progression. And I think mm-hmm. that really needs to stop. I think photographers who are just getting into photography, I've heard a lot of people be like, man, I can't wait to get into education one day because I know like, you know, then I'll be a big shot. And I'm like, but it's not about us being big shots. Like it's that in in business, it's never about like us. It's about serving. Mm-hmm. I think I think that just like, I want to like touch on that. That just yeah. needs to be corrected in the industry, in my opinion, that there are ways to scale, to diversify, to become a better business owner, to make more money without getting into education. Like, I don't think that should be the natural progression, the next step for service-based business owners, for photographers, for designers, you know, whatever. I don't think that should be the next step. I think there are many other ways that you could continue to scale, to, you know, diversify, to grow, to serve people. And education isn't for everyone. I think that needs to kind of stop being an industry expectation that like, I have to get into education. No, you don't. You can scale and grow and, you know, continue in your business in other ways. You don't have to get into education if that's not where your passion lies. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it is, that's awesome. if, 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 If that, if you are genuinely, like we said, what's your purpose behind this? If your purpose is to see people succeed, if you love, like, again, like I said, there's your students success or your mentees or your coaching people, their success is your success. And if you're if they're not being successful, then you're not being successful. Like that's the heart that has to come behind teaching somebody anything. Um, and if that's your heart, then like, yes, yes. like that's amazing. Yes. Then do it. Then yeah. get into education, like then serve the crap out of your people. Um, yeah. That kind of goes into number three. The question to ask is, am I willing to give what this will take? Because this goes with the whole fad situation of, of yeah, education is the next step. People just get into it. And then that's where unmet expectations like fall. Like that's mm-hmm. when they don't realize the work. I mean, we didn't even realize the work when we did it. No, we it. had no and, idea. We were clueless. <laughs> and, and, and we've learned so much over the years of like, you have, if you're willing to teach people, you have to back that up with results. Yeah. You have to back that up with caring because yeah. people again can feel the sliminess of like trying to get them to buy something and then dropping off the face of the earth. Like people yeah. can feel that. And, and so it, it takes a lot of work and a lot of responsibility comes along with being a educator or a leader. And because you, if you're teaching something, you're at the point where you are kind of a leader to to some degree. And there is a lot. I have so many examples that I could think of. Um, I'm I'm going to let Evie talk first before I like bump into them. Well, I can think of like just examples of, I mean, I'm trying to think like balancing negative review. Like, so if you're, if you're selling something, right, like mm-hmm. you have to, I guess this isn't necessarily coaching. I mean, it, it could be coaching or selling like a digital product or something that's still teaching something like an online course. You have to deal with refunds. You have to deal with negative, re- like what happens when someone gives you a review and it's like, not even a review, just like feedback. And it's like, Hey, this actually didn't help. 
Like you have to be willing to accept that and you have to be willing to take that and like grow from it. How are you going to make the product better? How are you going to be better? How are you going to coach better? Um, You have to take that into consideration. If you're teaching something that's paid, you have to think about the free content versus the paid content and balancing that. Like there's just so many things that come with teaching or coaching or selling education of some kind that, that people don't realize, like we didn't realize even getting yeah. into it. And I think, you know, it's part, it's all a learning curve. Like, I think that's something to realize, like Lindsay and I are constantly still learning. Like we're not perfect educators by any stretch of the imagination. And we realize yeah. that, like, there's so much, we've even had conversations recently about like, oh, we wish we'd done this different with our first course or like, you know, our first workshop, we walked away. I mean, we, had a whole podcast episode on what we did right and wrong in workshops. And like, mm-hmm. you know, we wish we'd done stuff differently at like our first workshop and we learned and we grew from that experience. It's not to say that like you can't learn and grow and you can't mess up or whatever. It's a process, but you do have to be willing to take that responsibility that does come with that, you know, authority position, like being a leader or being an educator, you're responsible for your client's success, for their investment, for, you know, yourself and your own learning. And, you know, are you willing to put in the blood, sweat, and tears, the time, the energy, you know, on top of whatever other obligations you have. Like if you are in a service-based business, like a photographer, for example, and you're wanting to get into mentoring or coaching, do you have time to juggle both and serve both groups of clients really well? You know, that's, those are the questions that you really have to ask yourself. And I think the, the last thing too, is that you still have to constantly grow when you're a mentor or a coach. Like, you know, I'm always hungry for growth, but even like, especially as an educator, I have to constantly be improving, be trying things out, be, you know, experimenting, learning new things, constantly humbling myself and putting in the time on top of building my businesses and, you know, serving my, my education students. I also have to be learning and growing myself. So it's like this, Uh it just adds a lot to your plate. And you, I, I just want to encourage like, anyone listening to this who's considering, it's so worth it, especially if you're in it for the right reasons. If you're in it to see lives changed and seeing lives changed will change your life. Like it's just the most incredible thing. It's so rewarding, but it is hard work. And we just wanted to touch on that. Like you have to be aware. Am I willing to actually give the time, energy, you know, resources, whatever that this is going to take? Yeah. I think the only thing I would add to that is also being willing to put yourself in the public eye. Mm-hmm. Because in order to to scale something that you're teaching, the idea is that you would want people, a lot of people to like get that. I guess that that might be more with like a digital product or an online course because that's like y- your success is then the more people taking it or, or yeah. taking that thing. But that also doesn't, that doesn't necessarily apply to like one-on-one coaching. Like that's not, you don't necessarily need to be in the public eye. But I think what often happens with an educator, they become a leader, they become more of a a well-known face, I guess you could say. And if that makes you uncomfortable, if you are more of a private person, if you don't want your face to be out in the public and like people to like say things about you, if you're not willing to have hard skin where you're going to get crap said about you, that's not true. um, Then that's another thing to consider. It's like, am I willing to be a little bit more well-known it's almost like you you have to be willing to sacrifice your your like pride almost in a way. Like yeah. you have to be willing to humble yourself if that makes sense. Like putting okay. yourself out there serving people like with all the ups and downs that comes with it. Like you have to be willing to take it on. You have to be willing to get hate, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And deal deal with that. And if you aren't willing to do that, that might be uh, something to consider. I mean, I think that that doesn't just apply to education. That applies to like 
literally anything. Like if you want to become an influencer, like, or, you know, like anything where you're going to have eyes on you, people are always going to have opinions and that doesn't necessarily like, yeah, your goal should not be to (laughs) be an educator and have hate constantly thrown at you. Like that probably means you're doing something maybe wrong in your education if people are like not liking it. But, you know, people might be like, oh, you know, who is this person? They've only been in business for two years. How dare they start to get into education? Like, you have to be willing to have stuff said about you, you know, and you could be totally wrong, but like, you have to be willing for people to say something. So I think that's just in any industry, but. For sure. So anyways, (laughs) kind of reviewing the three questions were, do I have what people need? Two, what's my purpose behind this? And three, am I willing to give what it will take? And if your answers have been basically yes, like hell yes to all three of those, then yes, go for it. Like, get yeah. it, girl. Get it, boy. Like, <laughs> get it. <laughs> get it. We just promise, like, you do have something to offer people. And whether you're a professional photographer and, and you decide to teach, you know, high schoolers the basics of the camera or, you know, you're a fitness fanatic and you decide to get your your CPT, your certified personal trainer, you know, license or whatever to help people love fitness and to change their lives. And you, you know, start to pursue that full time. Like you have something to offer and yes, you can do this. Like yeah. it's so rewarding. And, and, you know, you can scale being an educator, being a leader to whatever degree you want. You could just mentor people like one or two people in your whole life, one-on-one, like for, you know, years, you could, you know, just do one-time mentor sessions, like a couple times a year, like, or you could do it full-time, like basically Lindsay and I do at this point, like you can scale it to whatever degree you want. But I promise, like, if you are passionate about impacting people's lives and about giving them the information that you have, like you have something that they need, like it, go for it. It is so rewarding. Yeah. We don't want to like harp on, I know on, on point number two, when we were like, what's your purpose behind it? We don't want it to sound like we're hating on you getting into, or like anybody getting into education because that's not hard at all. It's like, but we also do want to just be honest of like, Hey, it does take a lot of work, but if you're willing to do that work, if you're in it for the right reasons, then freaking go for it. Because just like Evie said, like you have something to give this world. And like, I think there's just so much insecurity that people have on showing up and like, do I have something to teach? Like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Like you have to remember that ladder image of like someone is always below the ladder on their own journey and they're looking to you and you have like the knowledge of whatever it is, whatever you're teaching. Like if you love, what did we talk about uh, with Dan Henry? There was like an example that he's like, I have a student that teaches like bird photography. And it's oh, like, yeah. and he like made a killing with bird photography. It's like, he's making people's lives better by teaching bird photography <laughs> or like, yeah. not even, maybe it's not bird, I can't remember what it was. But I think it was. Bird photography. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He like made an online course on teaching people how to photograph uh, birds. Photograph birds. And it's like, there's always like, I think just, I just want to give you a dose of confidence right now that you know more than you think you do. Yeah. And you, you have to stand firm in that. Like there's always people that, in any topic, it doesn't have to be business, like bird photography or kitchen cleaning, I don't know, cooking, <laughs> whatever, like yeah. anything, like people need what you have to offer. And yeah. I just want to leave you with that. Like people need what you have to offer and you know more than you think you do. Like you have something worthy to give this world. And we just want to fully just saturate you with confidence as we end yes. today's episode. And we, we are like, so in, in the corner of like, 
having people get into serving people with what they know and like changing people's lives. Like in no way are we trying to be like, education is this exclusive club and you have to pass these requirements to get in. Like we're honestly, we're asking or giving you these questions to ask yourself because we don't want to see you like crash and burn. We don't want to see you, you know, afraid to step into it. And, you know, going through these questions, you can realize, oh wait, I have what it takes. I'm ready. Like, let's go for this. Or you can realize, you know what? I feel like I have to do it because it's almost expected in this next step. And I don't really want to. Like, that's not my passion. Right. Like, that I, that's where we gave you these questions. That's our heart behind this. But we are so, yeah. so in your corner. And whatever you decide to do, we are here to see you succeed. Your success is our success. So mm. that's our passion. Well, I, I will say, like, it is, if you love teaching people, if you love seeing people's lives changed by the, like, the knowledge that you're giving them, like, that is true for me. And I, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, like, I love, I love what I do. I love yeah. being co-owners of The Heart with Evie. I love doing this podcast twice a week. It yeah. literally lights me up so freaking much. And I want to see, like, if that's your dream too, if you have a heart to do what we're doing, then yeah. like, that's why we're doing this. It's just literally yeah. see you succeed. It's to see you crush your goals. It's just have you, yeah. or it's to see you live a life of purpose and meaning and just living a, a, a life where you're leaving a legacy for the people to come after you, whether it's like mm-hmm. your own children or whether it's people that you're teaching or coaching or like, just, we want to see you show up in the world, how you're meant to, how God mm-hmm. made you and really just crushing it and living a life of just a beautiful legacy. So that's yes. our heart. Hey, man, mic drop. <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for showing up with us and being here. We really, really appreciate you. Yeah. If you love this episode, feel free to screenshot, share it on social media, tag us. You probably know our handles, but just in case you don't, Lindsay is at Mrs. Lindsay Roman. I am at Evie Rupp and our education company in this podcast is at The Heart University. We love you guys so, so much. Come join our Facebook group, uh, The Heart and Hustle community. If you just want to be a part of a great group of people all hustling towards the same things. And we will see you on the next show.